Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Putin Bratwurst. I'm Simon speaking from Hamburg and I am looking at Philip, but I'm still asking Philip, are you there? How are you doing? Is everything fine? And one, so two, on. test, one, two. I'm here. Can you hear me well? <laughs> I can hear you. Yeah, you, you've Wonderful. been a little quiet before, but I hope it's fixed now. Yeah, I am going to talk closer to my microphone and uh, look weird on uh, Simon's camera because half my face is cut now. <laughs> That's true, yeah. But uh, I have to tell you, your beard looks even more majestic now than it did the other time. Yeah, it is. It is thick. <laughs> you you sent me a, a picture. Uh, Philip sent me a picture on on WhatsApp from the movie you're shooting. Right. And really, it looks like you're you're right at a cut out of Red Dead Redemption 2 or something like that. Right. Really. Yeah. It looks really awesome. Yeah. The the we've had our first weekend of filming. Uh, before you guys ask, it was very done in a very safe way. Um, uh, the the crew was all were all wearing masks all the time. So was I, except when I was. Of course, uh, being like shoot, like like but yeah. the, the, the camera was on basically. Other yeah. than that, I had a mask too. Um, it was a great experience. I learned how to ride a horse. Uh, yeah, I, never, I was about to yeah. ask because on the yeah. picture you see uh, Philip sitting on the horse, right. and he looks like he's been, he's been born on a horse. You don't look so, like you yeah. don't belong on a horse. Yeah, I don't know if I could jump. I should jump into that right now. But while we're at it, why not, right? Yes, yeah. I could. I could tell that story. Um, so uh, we 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 ended up going to a, a, like a ranch, basically, and um, the direct movie director told me, uh, "You'll see, like the guy, he's a bit um, nervous about sharing his horse because his horse is his favorite horse. It's his own. They have like twelve or something. That's like his number one. That's his boy." He's called Picasso. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, so please, like, try to be interested and, like, curious and, like, um, like comfortable around the animal so mm -hmm. that he feels comfortable giving you access yeah. to his horse. So we arrived there. And the guy is uh, what I would expect from a, like, Quebec ranch guy. Like, not a cowboy style. More like a what you would imagine a lumberjack style, mm -hmm. I think. I think our our cowboys here are more like that, uh, and um, he's like, "Oh, so you're you're the guy?" Uh, oh yeah. So he's like, "So here's the beast. Are you afraid of it?" I'm like, no, no, no. Mm -hmm. And I and I ask questions about it. Is it true that they love goats? I don't know why. It's like, yeah, they actually hang out and they, they love each other a lot. We think about getting one. I was like, "Oh, okay." And he's like, "Okay." And after a while, he's like, "Okay, do you, let's try and see if the horse likes you. Do you want to learn how to like move the horse around, like yeah. while you walk, right?" Yeah. So I was like. You know me, you know me, Simon. I'm like, yes. Like I, I always say yes to the, these things. Like, okay, yes, I want to do it. So he teaches me how to do it. You have to be on the whole, the, the left of the horse, apparently. And he's like, you have to pull. And, and if he doesn't want to, you have to pull more. And just like until you feel, when you want him to stop, you have to do to, to put your, your fist on it, on his chest and, and not punch him. Just like put your, just to make him understand that you're stopping. Mm hmm so it makes me go around and he's like, yeah, the horse seems okay. And he, he, he brings me to like this like yard with like fences. Okay. And he's like, try to, and there's like big like barrels, empty barrels. And he's like, okay, try to go around the barrels of the horse and see if he wants to turn around the things with you. So we do that for like 10, 15 minutes. And it goes very well. It's like, oh yeah, the horse likes you. Um, okay, let's ride. <laughs> like <Wow>. what <laughs> it's like man i've never been on the horse in my life like i've been here for 15 minutes he's like no, no i have a good feeling about this okay just go on it i'm like okay so i got on the horse and and the guy teach me how to go forward backwards left right stop faster everything and we trained for i don't know maybe an hour i don't something like that and after that uh it was it was off to filming and and we oh. filmed in the ranch uh, a, a bit and then we're like can we go like in the forest too and the guy was like yeah yeah philip and picasso are like best friends now let's let's do it <laughs> and and and, uh, and we went and there's a that forest is interesting because there's um how do you call that in english like a like dungeon and dragons but like people like like role playing but like people like dress and like uh -huh. like medieval stuff and they act for like a weekend kind of oh it's like, yeah yeah I've, I've seen that in a movie yeah right so there's like in that forest there's like a place with like some like buildings that are made of wood that look kind of old school mm -hmm. i guess and since the movie is kind of post-apocalyptic kind of thing yeah the, the movie uh they're supposed to be like the last man alive or so that the kind of the concept oh um, okay. 
and uh, and uh, so there was like these old wood buildings that were like kind of destroyed by the winter so mm -hmm. it was a really cool setup and yeah the horse was very cool like we i, I walked uh, around the forest with him um yeah it was cool it was really cool so you you think of getting a horse for yourself no i don't think i like it enough knowing how expensive oh. these guys are and it's a lot of work and a lot of care right yeah so uh, no i don't think so but uh, if i get the opportunity to uh, uh to ride again maybe i would and the thing is like i i, I didn't wear a helmet i didn't you know And I was a bit worried about that, but I tried not to be. But when we came back from filming, um, I was carrying some like equipment with the the the, the camera assistant and uh, the the product production person, whatever. Yeah. And and there was next to the ranch where we were. There was another place which was doing like like uh, like uh, tours. Like you can rent a horse and you have a guide. And it was a it was a bunch of teenager uh, girl teenagers. Mm -hmm. Like with a little helmet and like, oh, it's my first trip on a horse. <laughs> and and we saw them in the forest, whatever. And when we came back, we heard like, oh my god, stop it, stop it. And we turned around and, and across the corner, this the one of these teenager was on the and the horse was like galloping. He was going fast. Oh. And and she shouted at us, please make it stop. Or I'm gonna fall. And, and the horse <laughs> started going like even faster. And the girl oh, fucking no. flew out of the <gasps> horse, man. Yeah, and she 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 landed on her back, and Elmet just like, just like I don't know how it happened, but the Elmet just flew across the place. Oh wow! And we had to like almost jump out of the road because the horse was like galloping like wow. war horse levels. Yeah, it was insane. Like the muscle, the muscles of the horse, you know, like whoa! And she was shouting and everything, and like we dropped the equipment and we ran to her. And she was like, oh my, I don't know, she was probably like 14 or something. She was like, oh my God, am I gonna die? <laughs> like, I don't think so, but please stop moving. He's like, she probably had a concussion or something. Yeah. Maybe she broke her back, but don't know. So I'm like, do you have a headache? She's like, yes. Uh, do you want to vomit? She's like, yes. Are you dizzy? She's like, yes. So I was like, okay, so you sit on your ass and you don't move, okay? <laughs> we oh, give her shit. some water. Yeah, we give her some water. The poor girl was crying. And her mom came later and we, we left. But uh, man, that was impressive. She flew wow. out of that horse, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. horses are actually very dangerous if you yeah. if they don't like you and if they if they they could really seriously hurt you. Yeah. Oh yeah. If you, to. You, you're not supposed to stay behind them because they can they can like uh, I don't know it's called in English, but like you know, their their legs like like kick you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and if you're on them and they don't like you, yeah, they can just like you're not on me anymore, kind of thing. And yeah. uh, but Picasso and me, you know, we, we had a we had you're a good gross. relationship. Yeah, we're we were good friends. That's awesome. Yeah, I can't yeah. I can't wait to see the movie really. I we we have at least one more weekend of filming to do in May, mm -hmm. and we might go back with the horse again because you you really like the takes. Yeah, but he feels like we don't have any uh, mm -hmm. enough. I mean, mm -hmm. so we might do it again. I hope not, honestly, because after that girl fell, I'm a bit more nervous about oh, yeah. riding a horse without a helmet. But uh, we'll see. Uh, yeah. Oh. All right. Cool. Yeah, I, I also have some news. Um, yeah. Big. Um, I guess who got his first shot yesterday of the oh, COVID wow. vaccine? Yeah. You got vaccinated. Yeah. Wow. Which one did you get? Uh, I got the the BioNTech one. The The, that's the the one everyone agrees it's the best. Oh, okay, so, so Pfizer, Moderna, one of these. Yes, that's the one. Okay, that's the one. Okay, okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, I was. Uh, that was really surprising because in in, in Germany, um, normally you wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to do that yet. But um, sometimes they have open spots left because some mm -hmm. people, you know, on the day that you have a an, an appointment, some people call in and they say, I, I can't do it or mm -hmm. I don't know, whatever reason. Yeah. But they will have to use the the, the vaccinating right. uh, va vaccination to that day. Mm -hmm. So if you are on the website, we have like a website where you can register. And if you're on that website in time or like on the right spot, you can jump in. And the thing is that the, the the Pfizer vaccination is only for people under 60 and which is in all the uh, like the one, people over 60 get uh, get the British one. Right. Um, and so uh, so if you are under that group and, and you call in in time, you, you and you're very lucky you get the spot. So yesterday morning, I was just like randomly trying and I got a spot and I got wow. there and uh, and I got my first shot and. Wow, how I do was, you feel? I, you know, yesterday when I when I when I got the message that I was able to go, I was like super excited. I was jumping around in the apartment, like 
I think I've never been happier in my life about a vaccination. You know, I, <laughs> yeah. my, uh, I remember when, when I was a child and, you know, as a child, you have to do like a certain number of vaccinations. Yep. It's like a, a thing you do like almost every year. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I was always so loud cre uh, crying and, and such a, such an annoying little brat that uh, I remember when I was a teenager and I went for a checkup or so to my, ch uh, to my child physician um, the doctor said that I was one of the worst kids who remembers <laughs> because I was such a bitch. When, Did when you say that again uh, yesterday? Um, no, yesterday. Um, so, <laughs> so you um, you go to in, in Hamburg. We have like this huge center. It's like a like for the mess halls mm. and um, like the convention center. And you go there, and, and it right. feels like it feels like when you land in the U.S. and you have like all people lining up, and then you have a checkup and another checkup and all that shit. It really feels like that. So it's really okay. a huge thing. And I was actually very nervous. Uh, when I got there because it feels like um, it really feels like you're landing in a new country or so and uh, yeah I mean the vaccination is a it's a vaccination right it's nothing fan yeah. it's nothing special <clears throat> it's just special because it's so important but um, yeah, yeah I, I I felt a little like my, my arm hurts hurts still and I have a sore yeah, throat no, today no. and I feel a little you know a little tired and mm. my head is kind of stuffed but other than that, I'm, I'm good, I guess. Because I, before the podcast started, you said you had a health update. Or something. Did he catch COVID? Yeah. No, <laughs> Did he catch COVID? No. Even good, if I good. catch it now, I, I will probably be fine. <clears throat> I, I should be fine. So yeah. that's, that's a great I, I thing. I remember seeing a graph about like the impact of a <clears throat> case or something in Israel. It was like people that are not vaccinated. It was like, it's hard to tell, but imagine like a tree. Yeah. And like people that got one dose was like, a little plant and then people got two doses was like a mushroom <laughs> it's yeah. like like the the, the 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 graph goes like down super fast <clears throat> so um yeah good for you man you're you're yeah, you're, uh, you're on the right track to uh to be safe how how is that with you is uh do you have any idea when you might be able to get vaccinated well they promised for the national holiday so june 24th mm -hmm. uh I don't know if that's uh, possible. There was a lot of uh, scandals and unhappy people um, yeah. last week in Quebec with like um, new regulations they put in place, and mm. um, uh, Ontario is doing very weird things now because they have all, they have a very high number of cases. Mm -hmm. um, the, the third wave hit, hit them. Quebec first wave hit Quebec like a truck. A yeah. third one hit Ontario like a truck. Oh. So I mean, unfortunate. Um, but uh, yeah, like they announced that like uh, if you go outside, uh, you have to wear a mask too if there's people around you. So people were like, well, come on. Like it's the only thing we have left, like just picnic and just like walk, you know, can you just like give us a break? People got mad. But for the vaccination, right now it's like they go in order of, um, of a priority. And like my dad is getting vaccinated, I think next week or the week after, mm -hmm. something nice. like that. Um, he's 64. So, mm -hmm. uh, but for people that are, I think above 50, you can get, uh, or 55, you can get the British one. Uh, there's walk-in, just walk-in clinics. It's like, okay, every dose we have left, uh, it's free. Come if you want, go. Yeah. And people line up. Apparently there's sometimes there's hour long uh, uh, lineup to get it, you know? So mm -hmm. I'm glad to see people still want to get that just to be over this. It really showed me like the very like against vaccine against measure is, is such is such a minority that is so vocal, so vocal, so oh, yeah. loud. But when you look at this, like people were willing to wait hours to get the worst vaccine. You're like, wow, like people just want to get over this it's uh, of course most people are just over this they're just like screw this uh give me a shot of anything that will give me a damn break it's basically it at this point it is like that yeah i'm the that that's the thing that i my my, my i texted with my sister when i was there and i was you know after after you got the the shot you have to wait like 50 minutes so they see you don't have like an allergic reaction or something and uh I was texting to my with my sister and she said, uh, so how does it feel? How is it not to be free? And the thing really is, is you're not which I mean, obviously it's a nice thought if you look at Israel and look at how amazing life is back there. But the thing is, just because I am vaccinated doesn't really change anything of the rules for me, right? No. So I it's hope that term. we I hope we will get to the point where the government says, okay, you know, if you have if you're proven to be va uh, vaccinated twice 
you will be able to have some things off that others don't. I just right. think it's a good incentive, but um, we're not there yet. We have like, no. I don't even know how many, we have like 10% if. Yeah. Yeah, so. like my grandmother is ninety. She turned yeah ninety last week, wow. and I called. I called her, to, to, of course, to wish her happy birthday yeah. and everything. And she told me she I still haven't got her second dose. So it's like she thinks she'll get it. Like I don't, I don't know if she, she, she in the coming weeks or something. Mm. But she's like prime, like ninety year old. Come on, like if she still hasn't received her second dose, like I'm not getting my first. And I don't mind that much because I think there's so many more people that need it. Like my grandmother, I don't uh, know if she yeah. has she get her second dose before I get my first. I'm willing to wait for her. I think it's important. Yeah, I I, I think so too. Even though I'm a kind of a hypocrite, speaking as someone who who sneaked <laughs> I mean, himself into. It's, it's, if you didn't get it, maybe the dose would have like uh, like expired. So who knows? Like I don't think who, I don't think you knows? just had a good opportunity. I, the thing the thing for me really is that I know yeah. that the one I get, no grandma would get. Right. So, also, yeah. You know, so that's kind of a thing that you know kind of makes you feel like, well, I was not calling you out, by the way. I know, <laughs> I, I know, I know I you're know. not, but I, I did feel like that, and I still kind of do. Like, mm. I, I've said it here in the podcast, but with my friends uh, here in Germany, I wouldn't really tell it to everyone because I just okay. think like it's something. If if more of them are, because I really am one of the first ones. This, this is super fast. I wouldn't. <laughs> If you if yeah, you had asked true. me like a week ago when I think I will be vaccinated, I'd say like August. So this is really right. fucking early. But. Right. Yeah. No. Seriously. And it's like we're not essential workers. So because I know like the nurses, yeah. like all my friends that are dating nurses, their girlfriends are getting like um, their second their second shot next yeah. month, I think. So, but other than that, if you're in your twenties and you don't, you're not like on the verge of death. Like you're you're not getting it anytime soon. So yeah, you're good. Good for you, man. Hmm. um speaking of birthdays i i i, I thought um our um i thought our, our show needs a uh could need a little a little light a little thing to a new, new small segment to lighten up the mood oh. which i i would like to start um it's just uh i would like to every week to to call out birthdays from celebrities for okay. the date so today is the 18th of april yeah my three birth birthdays are today um Courtney Kardashian is turning 42. Happy birthday, Courtney. Okay. Hope you have a blast. Uh, Neil Rauch, uh, the German um, painter, is turning 61. Happy birthday, Neil. And uh, Miklos Rossa, an American-Hungarian um, composer who already died, but um, he would have turned 114 today, so happy birthday to you. Wow. Other than that, um, music-wise... <laughs> um, yeah. As you guys know, Philip and I are, are rushing through the the, the, the times, decades. Yeah, the decades. Um, I am uh, today. I am here for the nineties uh, right. in German music. Very important phase and the first musical f music phase that I actually was able to Relate witness to. in my life. Um, yeah. Now the nineties in Germany are super important. Uh, speaking historically, right? It's the year, the decade after the the. Uh, Germany was reunited after the fall of right. the Berlin Wall, yep. which came with a lot of feelings of uh, happiness and, and hope, but it also created um, some problems. And one event, very unfortunate event, happened in uh, August, on 22nd and 26th of August in 1992, which is uh, known uh, in Germany as Rostock-Lichtenhagen. Rostock-Lichtenhagen is a town in East Germany. And uh, on that day, on these dates, um, there were attacks against uh, asylum homes with mostly Vietnamese um, refugees in them, where oh. hundreds of uh, neo-Nazis um, burned down um, the, the, um, the asylum home. And uh, there were around 3,000 applauding um, by watcher, viewers of the whole thing who blocked the police and the fire uh, workers to help the police just as a side note, didn't really put in all the effort as well. Yeah. And uh, basically left the asylum uh, home um, um, inhabitants um, completely helpless. Luckily, I think a, a baby died, but other than that, um, they were able to, uh, to climb out the building th uh, through the roof and managed to escape. 
but that's really a that this is one of the most um sounds traumatizing yeah it was the it was actually the the largest um neo-nazi attack after the second world war unfortunately it has not been the last and it will not be the last um in german history but um it 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 uh, it's shown a light on a new emerging problem which came from uh, which came uh, from the east germans coming uh, together with uh, with the west germans and um uh yeah and the the fact that they have not been uh, as rid of um of fascism as um we as as we're taught they have and I mean that's a huge issue that I don't want to dive in right now. But um, one song uh, by one of my favorite bands um, is uh, a, a cre was created as a reaction to that. Um, the band um, is called the Ärzte, and um, Philip, as you you might remember, Farin Urlaub, who is the singer of the Ärzte, okay. and uh, he's also singing that song. <laughs> and the song is, I think, it's their most known song. It's called "Schrei nach Liebe." And um, it's a song about uh, about neo Nazis, and it's uh, they still play it on every concert um, they give. So um, yeah, so that's my first song for the '90s. Listen, I don't have something so uh, intense uh, to share with you. I'm in the 2000s for people that remember. Uh, yeah. uh, Simon took a little detour on on the week of the '80s, I think. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I listen. I mean, I'll let you decide. I have one song I think is 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 good. One thing, one song I love, and one song I hate, but it's okay. so iconic from that time. Which one should I start with? Uh, give me the one you hate. Yeah. So it's from a band called Les Trois Accords, which means the three chords. Okay. Uh, uh, they're like a humorous uh, a, a rock band. I don't really like their humor mm -hmm. and i think their song their songs are catchy but they're dumb and um, like you know there's a song there one of their most famous songs about a guy singing that he's in love with somebody's grandmother and stuff like that you know <laughs> uh so uh yeah uh so their song is called uh, awayan mm -hmm. so it's 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 about like uh guys saying that he wished his girlfriend was from hawaii so she could make mm -hmm. him coconut milk that's pretty much <laughs> oh, uh, the, the song yeah uh she could get up the coconut the trees and stuff like that it's pretty it's a very stupid song so uh, but uh, it's it's so iconic from that time i remember uh, it playing everywhere when i was like in elementary school so prime 2000 so hawaiian by elite all right here you guys in a moment five four three two and to get hot i got a lot of i got hairy legs that turn that 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 that, that turn uh um blonde in the sun and the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again. They look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. And I love kids jumping on my lap. Poutine Bratwurst. Hello and welcome to your second take, your second dose, I should say, of Poutine yeah. Bratwurst. Yeah, <laughs> the second shot. Time. <laughs> yeah, your second shot. You're almost immune. Keep going. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. How are you doing? Still good? Yeah, my arm still hurts. Yeah, how does it hurt? Is it like muscular? Like it's, it's like you feel yeah. Like the, it's, you know, yeah. it feels like like someone gave you like a, an an energy right. drainer on on the arm. Right, right, right. A good old a good old body punch. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to feel that pain myself. <laughs> Um, but uh, talking about pain, what a segue! I watched oh, something. Nice. <laughs> I watched, were, I watched... Welcome to Putin Bratwurst, the show about pain. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I watched something uh, very special last mm -hmm. week, and um, and it's something that uh, one of our uh, viewer, uh, actually listener, I should say, uh, sent uh, to to me. Uh, and, uh, and also that reminds me, he, he, I should talk about that first. He he, he gave us a, a question. Actually, he sent me a question. Oh, okay. Um, right. It's about it's about Tom Green. Do you know Tom Green? I wanted to speak about him today as well for a thing I prepared, wow. but that's fine. I do know him and I do love him. Okay, so he, he said if you've never watched it, you guys should watch it. Yeah. I've never I've never heard about the guy. I, uh, I didn't know anything about him. Uh, how can you not know about this? Guy? I, I, I did not know about him. Wow. I had to Google him. Yeah. I if uh, if you guys uh, just go on YouTube and watch the Slut Mobile, it's one of the most hilarious pranks 
you can you can do on your parents. It's it's hilarious. Uh, you showed me something about baseball. I think uh, I wanted to share with you the link once we were done. I, you know what? I'll I'll watch these. Uh, so I, I guess my the homework is only for me <laughs> to <Yeah>. watch that. <laughs> okay. So um um. So to my story, uh, so that guy shared with me, uh, obviously he's, he's a buddy of mine. He shared with me um, uh, a video uh, made by a Vice. So, you know, Vice, it's, a, yep. it's, a, it's, a, it's like a news outlet stuff, yeah. like short documentary, a YouTube content for people that are aware. And they made, they made something very interesting uh, about the, the, the U.S. Uh, Capitol riot. So, mm -hmm. of course, From it's a topic. Year. Oh no! What was it? Was no, it no, it was early. Year? It was January sixth of wow, this year. Wow! Yeah, like that. Twenty twenty-one, the year of our Lord. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. It already feels like that happened in like November. Ages or so. ago. Yeah, wow. I know. Um, so, um, yeah, uh, it's uh, of course a really traumatizing event, a very confusing event, and everything. Um, I had moved on, whatever, and then I saw this video, which is um, very intense, and I want to share with you guys uh, what it is. Basically, they—I don't know how they did—they did this, but they took. What seems like cell phone footage from several people that were there. Okay, mm -hmm. I don't know if they're a supporter. Some people you can hear them shout. They, they obviously are. Not all of them are though, but I think whatever. What's important is that it's cell phone footage from people that were there, and they they patched all the footage together, and it gives you the impression of living through every moment because it starts with um, the like the Eric Trump speech, and then the, 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 the Donnie Trump speech. And then, and then people uh, start moving, and then they breach the first thing, and then they breach the second, and then they get inside. You can see all of that how it went, how it went there. Wow. It's very interesting, yeah, very very intense. Um, and it's it's great because you see like somebody's interviewing some random dude on the street. It's like, oh, what are you doing here? Oh, you know, like I'm here because like some just generic dudes. Like, yeah, I just think you know this election sucked, or it's unfair, blah blah. blah. And then as they speak, something happens and you see the guy turning around. It's like, oh, my God. They, oh, they just breached. So, yeah, you can see like the real like wow. real time reaction. You can see the first guy jumping over the fence, um, waving like a big flag or something. Mm. And this is really interesting. And and the thing is, you can see and you can actually the way it's done, obviously put dramatic music and stuff like whatever. Yeah. But um, the way they made it, it, you can really feel the scaling of the intensity mm -hmm. of this event. And, and, and especially when they start breaching inside the building itself, um, there's a moment uh, uh, that, that really stuck with me where there's, uh, there's like uh, a riot police. I don't know how they're called, their official name. And, uh, you know, guys like black armor with their glass shield, whatever, plastic shield, whatever. Um, they, uh, they're like trying to block an entrance and they're like all packed into an entrance. And there's a guy, with, I don't know if he's filming, but he's behind the camera. Yeah. And you can see him reach out his arm and try to remove the gas mask from the police officer. And I don't know which one of the two screams, but it's one of the most eerie scream I've heard. It's it's because it's real, or right? it's not an actor like there. And it's it's a it's a very like a, I don't know how to describe that scream, but it's very very intense. Like you can see that the it's steaming. You know, it's the the, the it's it's really intense. And um, and you can see, of course, the footage of the 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 the, the soul, the lone um, uh, police guy inside the building is trying to slow down. Um, I don't know if you remember; he's the one who uh, we did. Um, who was there at the the Biden's um, uh, when, he, when he was officially made president? He was the one who brought him or something. It's, mm -hmm. it's an officer who was there during the riot, and he really tried to slow. The, he has like a, it's really intense. He has a crowd in front of him. He's just there with a little stick. And he's he's like, okay, they're coming, they're coming, okay, okay. And he's going back, and he's like, and it, but he's really trying to slow them down so that they can organize behind. Yeah. So, so he's he's that's why he's kind of a known to be a hero. Sadi, I forgot his name, hmm. uh, but his name is 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 well known. Um, and uh, yeah, it was uh, it was it was really interesting video, and, and and you can also see how like weird it was inside. There's a guy who's like almost, I don't know if he's actually crying, but he sounds like he is. His voice is like, he's like, we're inside. We did it. And he just grabs a joint and he just smoke weed inside the, the Capitol. And he just gives back the joint. Like, what is that? Oh what was that about? <laughs> it's really odd. It's really odd. And you can see, um, uh, you can see like um, the, the, the senators or the representatives that are like, like hiding behind like their desks or something, or like people that were there as a, as, as a, uh, like uh, just by bystander, I don't know by yeah. the way they're like they're in the crowd, the upper floor thing, mm -hmm. and they're just like hiding, and, and and you can see they're filming, and the police is like no filming, no filming, because of course they don't want 
people to know where they are, right? So yeah. I get, I understand why they asked them to not film. Um, very intense. And there's, of course, the shooting, the girls trying to get across and the, the police officer shoot her, whatever. Um, you see that too. Uh, it's, man, it was, it was a very, very intense um, moment. And, and, and something I've never really talked on the podcast, but um, if I, broadly speaking, I, I work in, disinformation okay it's like it's something i work with disinformation and um false information on, on the web and stuff like that mm. and and um and uh, to me this event was like okay uh, it's not just fun and games you know yeah, this is yeah. um a bs talk on the internet can lead to more than just bs talk on the internet and watching the video uh, was very uh, a big reminder of that mm. and uh, this event was very intense for me back then and i don't think that's something i talked about i don't remember but I, I was so obsessed that it could happen here yeah. that uh, either at the provincial or federal level, like I, like I was like, I was like taking walks and like listening to podcasts about it when I was working, I was watching video about it. I was always consuming. I was showering and I was listening to, to like podcasts and analysis and people talking about it. I was obsessed uh, with it. And, um, and, uh, and, uh, and watching that brought back these, these, uh, these um, very strong, feelings i had and, and and kind of reminded me that we're, we're kind of a day we're potentially a day away from um from something like that and it's really unfortunate because i think the, the, the impact this whole story will have um this whole election will have on the west hmm. is uh i know it's old news right it's old news and i'm bringing back old news but um i think it will have long lasting effect uh, on on all of us and uh watching that reminded me that we're yeah we're we're a day away from something like that every, everywhere in the west basically is that video so, on youtube it is uh it is uh it, it is on vice um i don't Do remember you recall the, the title because i i've yeah. seen some other videos from vice uh on, on right. that matter so. right it's, it's very it came out last week it's very new okay uh i'll try to find it i don't know if you can hear my keyboard my keyboard i hope not yeah yeah yeah. Uh, we are that doesn't, doesn't matter we're live okay. checking for you guys this is service. Right, 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 we're, right. We're, we're doing a service for you guys yeah yeah uh i give you mm. cover all nine thousand. taste bud aerate it okay so i got up. it driving up that top note that cream pure vanilla Sweeteners. Mm, that's a 10. All right. <laughs> I hate that. Um, well, one, one I would really like you to have. So there's this new YouTuber I love. He's called E.R.M. Brown. Love that guy. Mm -hmm. And he has a soundboard. And one of his sound is from a Slavoj Zizek. You know that? Uh -huh. He's like a... No and, and it's, it's like a, it's like a uh, communist slash very left-wing um, philosopher or something. I'm not sure. Um and he, and he took like a soundbite from one of his conference where he says toilet, but the way he says it is like toilet. It's, I don't know. And it's very funny the way he says it. So uh, every, every time and my, my friend got it on his soundboard where we play games online and, and he's like, okay, this game goes down the toilet. And it just does the toilet. So yeah, the video is called filmed by the people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, uh, the first person look at the Capitol riot. All right. It was released three days ago and it's not from vice news it's from vice just vice okay okay Gotta yeah check that out only two hundred thousand views it's shocking really because wow. uh the, yeah very how long uh, is it a uh, 45 minutes all right okay yeah yeah it's it's worth the watch believe me it's, it's yeah I, i'll definitely check it out i i love yeah. that shit i love crazy americans <laughs> All right. Uh, I think I, I prepared something else, but I would like to postpone that to the third take. Okay. So I'll continue with my music. Um, yeah. Another thing that happened in the 90s in Germany um, was hip hop. Read finally and rap finally um, gained more momentum and more serious uh, um, in, the, in the way that it's similar to what we now refer to as hip hop and rap. And one group that was very popular there back then and still is somewhat popular now is called Fettes Brot, which means fat bread. Okay. And um, they have a song called Jain, which is a conjunction of the words yes and no, ja and nein in mm. German. And that's the song. Uh, it's very funny. Um, I think it has a nice flow. It's from 1996 and it comes on the list. Awesome. 
Um, so uh, my next choice is um, I wanted to highlight uh, a really cool scene. I am not as much of a fan of that era of that scene, mm -hmm. but I really like what it led to, what we have now because of them. Um, it's the Montreal, uh, like, indie, alternative, uh, rock scene. Mm -hmm. And there's really two really iconic bands from that era that started in the 2000s. Again, not the biggest fan, fan of them. I can respect what they did. They have some great songs, whatever. But I really like what the influence, because a lot of the bands that we have today uh, are were clearly influenced by them. And I really like where it went. Um, so uh, the song I have is uh, called Montréal moins 40, which means like Montréal, uh, Montreal, like minus 40, mm -hmm. like temperature wise. Um, of course, like Montreal is a cold city, uh, so uh, it's it's a it's a cold metropolis. Um, not not as cold as Quebec City for people who know, oh. uh, but it's still very cold. And a fun fact: uh, the, uh, the the downtown of Montreal is underground. You can live, you can go all around the city underground because of the winter. If we ever, if you ever visit me in Montreal, and yeah, you want to do too. like a you told me, me about, about that. that. Yeah. I definitely want to check that out. Yeah, it's crazy. Anyway, uh, so the name of the song Montreal Montcarnat from the band Malajube. Uh, that band is really iconic for that sound, and it's the the I think their most famous song. It's very catchy, uh, very indie rock. If you're into that vibe, I think you would love that. Yeah, nice. I'm gonna check it out. Hear you guys in a moment. What happened? Just crap. Just a cramp. Yeah, just crap. So you told me what 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 can you eat to help you make you feel better? Bananas. Yeah. Why why bananas? Monkeys never craps. Uh, you know, monkey never crap. Be because a monkey every day bananas, two. So how many do you have today? Three, power three. Oh, yeah. I need three banana because a monkey never clap. Welcome back to Protein Bratwurst. This is the final shot of today. Um, Philip, if you remember, I, I'm sure you remember, and uh, some of our listeners might remember as well, that last week you tested me on some German celebrities. And of yes. course, I had to come back at you with that yeah. and do the same thing for Quebec slash Canada. I know you're, okay. you're very likely to know more about the Quebec celebrities. Yes. I, I'm I not very some... familiar. I'm not very familiar with uh, English Canadian pop culture. Just so you know, we'll see. What we'll see. I, I just want we'll to. I just want to make a disclaimer. Yeah. You you already took one of my names from the list, which is okay. Tom Green, who, okay. who I admire. I think he is one of the the, the biggest geniuses in in prank comedy in the '90s, and uh, I just think he's awesome. And and I really think that you might like a lot of the stuff he did. Okay. He did for for instance, he did this one thing. It's all on YouTube. It's the Subway Monkey Hour. Where he's in Japan and he's pranking Japanese people, it's easy it's, targets. It's it's an easy target. Yes, it is very. Some the thing with with Green really is that there are some jokes there you cannot watch. It's so uncomfortable to watch oh. the embarrassing th uh, things he does. Yet on the other hand, I totally respect and appreciate it yeah. for what he did for comedy to push the limits forward. So right. I, I really would lo love to hear what you say about him after okay. like like next week uh, okay. in two weeks. Anyways, yeah, okay. he was the first one on my list. Wow, the next okay. one then, oh, is... We're off to a great start. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is from Quebec, so you better but know you, about him. Did you know him? You knew these people or you Googled them? You knew them? Uh, I Googled who uh, celebrities that are from Quebec okay, and I picked see. some that that Continue. i found interesting or most okay. i think i i knew all of them except okay. for one so well okay interesting okay i'm yeah. surprised and the next one is william shatner wow okay uh i yeah he is from montreal right he is he is a quebecois actually right um it's funny you say that because i was watching an interview i'm a big trekkie i love star trek um and uh, i was watching an interview with uh like uh original series and next generation captains and first officers so he was there yeah and he was extremely unfunny and annoying he was he was really and the three others were like very like wise old men that were very like they had when they were making jokes they were good they were like they were had good comments and Shatner was just weird and being like kind of like a macho to Whoopi Goldberg who was like hosting oh. the thing uh, he made me really uncomfortable uh, for a lot of reasons, including his bad humor. Uh, I don't know what is the general opinion. I think most people don't know he's from Montreal. Uh, yeah, I didn't know I would... that. I thought he was American too. Right. 
right um and i think most people even here would think he's american honestly i i uh it's something i learned when i was watching star trek i was like oh where, where is he from i was like matter what so I, I in quebec i don't think he's celebrated as an important figure because wow. I, i don't think i don't know how much time he spent here mm-hmm. but i've never uh seen any like attempt at making him like uh or Quebec order or yeah. stuff like this. You, you know, you know these, all these na- countries or nations, they have their own little, little medal for being an important person, whatever. So I, I don't know if he has one. I, I I don't know what people, but I know he's known to be hard to work with um, and, and for being weird, right? He's just a strange guy, right? He, may, he released an album where he did covers and it's, 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 it's really awkward and he's just a very odd guy. So I think he's respected for being odd and just being himself. That's what yeah. I would say, yeah. Hmm. Okay, um, the next one. I, I need to go where he is actually from the town. Um, oh, it's... I, I just want to know because I, I, uh, I think he's from Ontario. Oh, yeah. Um, the next person is from Stratford in Canada. Okay, yeah. And his name is <laughs> Justin Bieber. Yes. Um, I think I think I think uh, people have moved on from hating that guy. I feel like yeah. I think like the time of hating that guy is is, is has passed. The train is, as 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 a trained. I don't know what I'm yeah. saying right now. Um, uh, I th- I think it's it's a lot of like youth celebrity that survived. I think there's a there's I think there's a certain degree of respect nowadays. I think mm-hmm. for that guy is just like he's still is still relevant. Yeah, managed just irrelevant. I don't hear people like hating on him as much as it used to it used to be. I think there was a lot of like I'm not a fan of him, obviously, but like I think there's a lot of jealousy included in, in this whole thing. Obviously, it was this whole period where he was a dick, and I think it was really cool to hate on him. Uh, you know, the, the picture of him pissing into like the yeah, the, yeah. The fuck thing you, Bill <laughs> <laughs> So obviously, like he was an easy target back then. But I would say now it's like he's just like another like famous musician, pop musician that you either like or you don't like and that's that you know how is that um in in general in canada obviously much of the talent you have there right. tries the, to get over yeah. and, and get way more money and way yeah. more success in the u.s yeah. how is that in general for you guys is it like you do totally get it or are you um feel does it feel like a traitor in some way I, honestly i would have to to reach out to our crowd here uh if, if we have english canadian listening um can you tell us what you what you think the only one we have that we that did that was would be Céline Dion but other than that we have a lot of um people that go to France because for us that's that's the U.S. basically because like that's where the big market is and people start if they pay France they end up in Switzerland and and then Belgium you know and Luxembourg so that's where the money is I guess uh so but I, I can tell you how we feel about people that do that here Mm-hmm. uh we 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 usually feel that if like they, they stay there for a very long time when they come back uh they uh sometimes we feel like they're a bit more arrogant and they, mm-hmm. they were like oh come on we're not good enough for you okay <clears throat> but if they keep trying to to keep a connection with us that we end up usually still loving them like since you know she still comes over to make big shows um that are accessible and she releases a lot of albums in french still so people still respect her a lot for that um but uh yeah i know i know one singer in particular uh, that went to france came back and she had like a fake french accent and like people were so like what the the fuck is that so her career crashed here because of that she was very like oh now i'm like i'm kind of more french than quebecois now it's like okay shut up um so i guess but for 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 people going to to like hollywood or whatever i don't know how they feel uh personally like jimmy justin bieber is just like whatever like he does American pop music basically is just that he was born in Ontario, but mm. I mean, you have to admit that Canadian and American culture are very close to each other. Yeah, so it's yeah. not, it's not surprising. Um, I think it's whether they keep their tie here, uh, alive or not. I think that's, uh, that would be my assumption. If that's, uh, that's how it is for us. I'm assuming it's the same thing for them. I don't know. All right. Um, the next one is from Quebec city. Okay. And wow. um, he is one of the funniest uh, people alive. In my opinion, it's Norm Macdonald. I don't know who that is. Oh God, you're breaking my balls, man! Wow, Nor McDonald. How do Norm you write Nor McDonald? Nor McDonald. Wow. Uh, wait, let's do this. He was on SNL. Um, he he is recently. Wow. I think his most recent thing is he spoke the the blob guy on um, 
on the uh, what's it called, the Orville from Seth MacFarlane, the TV series. He's a, a stand-up comedian m m for the most part, and I think he's absolutely hilarious. Um, you, you guys should check him out. He he has a very monotonic way of, of 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 telling jokes, and his jokes are usually super long and elaborative. Um, but it's it's hilarious. I think the guy's super smart and and awesome. Well, never heard of it. <laughs> oh, I'm really God. sorry. I'm really My sorry, God. man. Really, I thought you 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 at least you know that guy. He's from there. No, I I've looked pictures of him. Never even saw his face. I would see him in the street. I would not recognize him wow. at all. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, anyways, I, I feel like one... I'm to I, I'm not as interesting as you were. <laughs> put him, put him, you know, you. you know what? Put him on the, on your list when you watch some okay. Tom Green clips. Watch some some clips where he's on Conan or so. I, I recommend that. Okay. And, and tell me if you think he's funny because I like my girlfriend thinks he's not funny at all, but I think he's hilarious. I, I'm not a good public for stand up, but I, I'll, I'll give it a try. All right. Um, the next one is it's gonna be a surprise. It's Elon Musk. Yeah, is is he actually from here? No, he well, he has the Canadian uh, citizenship, right. citizenship because his dad is Canadian, right. but he uh, also has the South African one and the U.S. American right. one. So I think I think what, what his perception here is probably very similar to the rest of the world. You, it's 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 a polarizing figure, right? It's yeah. uh, uh, I think people some people are like they have a cult like thing regarding him. They love him so much. The hero is going to save us, whatever. And some people, and I tend to be more on the second uh, um, group, is I would I just think he's an egotistic billionaire who's uh, just yep. like freaking out and just like uh, overly powerful and rich and uh, is probably not having your best interest at heart. I don't believe billionaires no. do. No, I don't. <laughs> so, I don't either. So uh, I think space uh, travel sounds cool, but it's a lot of waste. It's a lot of wasted money and material and pollution. I'm not the biggest fan of that stuff. I know it's a very unpopular take I have. That's just what I what I have to say, and uh, he's known for having very shitty takes. So I think it's either you love him for what, what because he's pushing science, but is he? He's just a billionaire who's investing money, and I think we should salute the scientists behind this, not him. Of course, he's allowing it, I guess, but uh, he's not doing this for the kindness, but for the, the dough, which is okay, I guess. Um, but it's either like it's it's usually people are either so into him or, or, or not very much. I mean, I don't hate him. I don't hate much people. Right. But it's just like, I, he's not a hero or uh, some, some really cool dude, in my opinion. I think, I don't think so. What, yeah. What's your take on him? Yeah, pretty much the same. I mean, sometimes I, I read some stuff about him and I, I go like, wow, that's impressive. And, uh, and I think the speed and uh, the energy that, that is, which is also very American, if you ask me, which he puts behind his projects is right. ad admirable. Like, yeah, he's um, a good CEO, I guess. Uh, he's very passionate. And, he's uh, passionate about it, yeah. and he really, you know, it's like this. This obviously, as a German, I I come from a culture where cars are super important, mm -hmm. and 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 even though I think his his cars are ugly, and I do think they're they are like almost all the American cars, which is plastic shit. I like really I. I, I, every time I, I sit in an American car and I close the door, it's like, ugh, this sounds like a trash can. That's the um, most German thing you've ever told me, I think. It, yeah, I know it's very German, <laughs> but it's really, this is really like like growing up in, in Germany. You, the, the sound of doors closing, of car doors closing, is something that that gives you the value of a car. That's like if it's like a like a like um, I don't know. It's it's hard just to to say that, but if it's it feels cheap to be in an American car and when in a German car, like a, a BMW or Mercedes or so, you you feel like, uh, wow, this is luxurious and they take care of every little detail, which I'm, I don't have a car, I'm not a car guy, but you know, anyways, for a Tesla, which is an expensive car, yeah, um, I really, really miss that because I really think they look shit and I think uh, they, they also look very cheap. I, and I think for that price tag, I would love to have a car that's also, you know. Yeah. Anyways, I, I, it's surprising to me they're still so relevant because so many companies are making electric cars now. I don't know. It's just uh, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. We'll see where it goes. Yeah, yeah that's a whole a whole other other topic. Right. Okay, the last one I have on my list okay. is a celebrity from Quebec. I have never okay. never heard of him, but reading his story, he is my favorite. Wow. Um, okay. I really I'm curious. This might be the one you you know the best of the group. Okay. I, I'm I could imagine. Now. His name is. And I hope I, I say that it's a French name, Roche Theriot. 
Oh my god. How yeah, hard how does, how to say the name? So Rock Terio. Rock. I don't know why the H Terio. is there. It's it's weird. It's just how the name is written, but it's it should be it should be pronounced Rush. But if there's an E after it means rock yeah. uh, or like stone. Anyway, yeah, that's a cult leader. Yeah, <laughs> can you can you tell us some more about yeah. it? I, I I read it on Wikipedia. I haven't heard, I didn't know it before, but maybe you right. you can give us a little more in depth. Uh, I, I, I remember I remember watching a movie about him in high school because it was very like a very traumatic event here, but I I don't remember the details so well. I, I, honestly, it's it's I think it's very hot take, and I think a lot of people were like, I don't think you should compare that. But he's like or or uh, or. Um, or uh, how is he called? Charles Man- Manson. Oh, Manson? Charles Manson. Yeah, the, the yeah. I think he's killer. like, yeah. I think he's our like call like weird cult uh, <clears throat> leader, like our own. You know, we have our little guy here too. Um, yeah, it's a guy who uh, created a cult where he had like several wives, and he moved to Ontario, I think. Yeah. And they created like a remote uh, city where they really wanted to be self-sufficient. And uh, I know it didn't end well, but I don't remember how, honestly. Uh, I think, I, I, honestly, he's one of the most hated figure ever here. So uh, he's known to be like um, the example of the worst kind of man you can oh, hope for. Yeah. Uh, so uh, obviously cults, uh, cults are very, because we, we had a talk about that before on the podcast, religion in Quebec is weird. And you know, I made a whole expose on it. Uh, so cults. I know a lot of people like are they're lacking a faith, right? They're like, oh, like God, God is like, there's no more faith here. So like, I think a lot of people that are in need for something greater uh, can turn to to these things, right? Uh, but I know he was, yeah, he had a lot of. Uh, I think they, they killed someone or they they, they severely injured a couple of men because uh, and children to get... as well. Like he burned right. satanic symbols onto newborn children and shit like that. Yeah, it's a, and yeah, he killed of... he killed one of his wives actually. Um, I, oh. what I heard is. He chopped off her arm or something like that, right. and then he killed her. So he. I remember, there was really... some, I remember there was a limb story. I remember there was something oh. about limbs. I remember that. Yeah, um, very infamous, uh, very hated. Obviously, there's a movie about this if you're interested. It's very. Um, shitty. I'm very interested in that. It's shit. a very, it's a very shitty movie. The main actor is a great actor. Sadly, he played in that movie, which is not great. No. Oh. Um, but uh, I can try to find that for you. Maybe it's on YouTube. I don't know. It's an old movie. It's from the early 2000s, I think. Yeah. Hmm. but uh what, what else to say really is just if for, i think for a lot of people it was a lesson and the thing is it's not the only cult accident we had here uh there was another one um like the solar temple or whatever it was a sweet uh, a swiss cult mm-hmm. uh, and they had branches in quebec and france too i think and basically they thought it was the end of the world or something so they just burned themselves alive nice. in the three in the three countries at the same time people burned alive um and in the, at the same time in different countries um yeah it was it was a swiss cult i think but there was a lot of people uh, that were into it here too mm-hmm. so you know francophony that's that's where it goes you know uh <laughs> French people of the world unite uh, towards uh, weird cults. Okay, but but, <laughs> but is it, um, so? But is it is it really a name that every uh, one in Quebec knows? I, d- I don't. I don't know if younger people know him. Um, I, I, again, we 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 studied him in our. Um, uh, we have we have a class called the. Uh, I don't know if it still exists today, but in my time, it, this it started when I was in high school. It's a controversial class. It's called ethics in religious cultures. Uh, and it's like you're supposed to study like, oh, what is uh, Hinduism? Uh, what is Islam? What is Christianity? And uh, what is good? What is bad? That kind of stuff. I remember we had like a, a, a part on like cults and how to spot them and avoid them mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You know, they wanted to teach us that they were shit. And um, the one, the example they gave us was that one because it's the most like close to us, I guess. Um, you can look at Jim Jones in the US and stuff. Oh, yeah. and, but but mm-hmm. like it's it's kind of far for most people, I think. Um, and it's like it, it, you have to take that story in its context, where it was, when, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Well, this was not too long ago. I think it was in the nineties or eighties, nineties, mm-hmm. around that time. Yeah. So it's it's close to us. I don't know if the younger people know it, but I would, I could, I could bet hard money that anybody above thirty does. Oh, uh, right. Everybody, yeah. A very, it was a very traumatic story. Uh, I think, I think it broke uh, Quebec's heart. You know, just like that can happen here too. And that's something that. I think smaller cultures have a lot of problem dealing with is like we think we're so little and insignificant in the world that these things don't happen here we're just yeah. doing our own thing and whatever but then what happens it kind of reminds people like holy shit we're not you know we're not protected against this like it had yeah. happened here too uh so yeah it's this whole uh, complex of uh i don't know the, how, how to call it in english but like the immaculate land uh, uh, complex or something like oh nobody cares about us so bad things cannot happen here right 
course, <laughs> so that, of course. that's not how it works right so when when bad things happen here people are like what it can happen here too like obviously so um, it's i think it's a good learning lesson sadly some sadly some people had to suffer from it but uh, yeah yeah all right okay that's well, thanks it. for thanks for doing that <laughs> yeah i it, it was fun i i hope i i could we don't we don't have as much uh, internationally recognized figure as germany yeah well maybe maybe if i if i if i dug a little deeper i would have found some more but i no, wanted we, to we, pick we, some we that i that i also found interesting and that's why i did that plus i I, I really wanted to talk about um, Norm Macdonald with you for quite some time, and I always forgot. Wow. So that's that was a good occasion. And uh, that was disappointing for you, I think. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, um, so I think we're at the end here yeah. of our uh, episode for this week, and I there is one more song for me to put on the list for you as well. Mm -hmm. I go first. Um, the, there's another band that emerged after the fall of the Berlin Wall, so now we have a uh, we have a good thing coming from that, um, and that band is one of the most um, known and famous worldwide famous bands, uh, German bands even today. The band is of course called Rammstein from mm. East Berlin, and um, they released their first album in I think it's 1995. And on that album is one of my favorite songs from them. It's called Du Riechst So Gut, which means you smell so nice. And um, it's it's bizarre and it's weird. I love everything about it, uh, especially the lyrics, which you're really missing out if you don't speak German um, because it, they are poetic, they're beautiful. They have really, really amazing pictures in them that give you the creepy feeling of someone following um, a woman he likes and... Uh, yeah, so that's uh, I'm gonna put that on the list. Um, I'm I'm sure a lot of you guys already know that, but it's 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 always a great song. Could you would you say it's the most famous German singing band ever? Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I think so too. You think it's it's well deserved? Yeah, you like them a lot, I know, but like, yeah, but 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 them? Do you think? Really, I think I think really what 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 they're doing right is. They first of all they they the marketing the, the, the yeah the, the marketing but the thing really is they the so so the the music is is like a weird mixture of this Berlin uh, feeling with with like the techno aspects and right. all that you know that synthesizing Electronic, sounds yeah. yeah and then you mix that with like metal but it's it's not metal in the way where many people are put off it's yeah. like a it's like a metal you can dance to and you can yeah. you know even though you don't like metal or you're like a pop music guy you right. kind of find rhythms in there that you like then you have the aspects of the lyrics which are poetic and beautiful like i mean there are some shitty songs as well but Never the majority <laughs> is really yeah. unique in the way they in the way um the lyrics are written it's like it's really like poems Plus, you have the content of them, which is sexual, it's dark, it's brutal, and it always has that feeling of, wow, you, you, you'd never hear this in any other song. So that makes it interesting. Then you have the thing, which is the interesting part for the uh, non-German-speaking listener, which is Till, uh, Till Lindemann, who is the singer, his voice. Right, very voice. iconic, yeah. And it's like it's rumbling, you know. He's like, but he's not screaming, which makes he's it not more screaming, but it's more accessible, right? Yeah. Uh, but it sounds it sounds the way you 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 um that uh, non-German speakers right. hear the German language, like right. Du so good. It's like right, you know, right, right, the right. rolling R. It sounds heavy and dark. And then you have the other aspect, which I unfortunately, thanks to COVID, have not been able to enjoy right. yet, which is yeah. their live performances. Mm -hmm. I still have a ticket from 2020 <laughs> in my drawer. And I remember still, that story, yeah. Yeah. And um, they, they, they dress up in like, if you look at the costumes, they always have the German aspect. They dress like traditional German, um, German um, clothing, but it's in leather and it's dark. And you have obviously pyrotechnics and all that yeah. stuff that they put in. So it's really it's a the, the band is a machine. It's a well-oiled German machine, mm -hmm. and that's honestly, uh, yeah, I I do think it's deserved to answer your question. I do think so because this is yes they play with cliches and yes sometimes they take a cheap route to to make uh, the the German news go. Oh, they didn't do that. Yes, but. Yet I, I, I think it's just genius. 
All right. I don't know them very well. I know a couple of songs. I think I think it's all right. I like it. Not not I'm not I wouldn't say I'm a fan. I barely know them. But I remember the Quebec City show they did was like it's it's it was crazy to me that they would they would be able to fill the biggest like outdoor venue in the province <laughs> um uh with a band that doesn't speak French or English. Uh, I think it's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I, yeah. I'm all for singing different languages. I'm super into international music, as as you know. Um But I was really, uh, I was really happy to see people being open-minded to it. But the question is why, right? Um, I think it's their reputation that pushed people to go. They have a really reputation of being like showman, of giving a lot to their public. Um, if you paid a ticket, you, you're, it's worth your money kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it's it, and people always say like, oh, you know, I didn't know any song. I knew one or two. And um, just like I wanted to live the experience of seeing them live. And apparently the show was was really good. So um Yeah, so it's, that's it's when, mostly what I know from them. Yeah, it's, uh, when I'm abroad and and I meet other people and I tell them I'm German, the one thing that makes me the happiest is if they associate Germany with Rammstein. I don't want to hear them. When they ask you, do you know Kraft uh, uh, Kautrock? Yeah, do, do that's know? also no, that's also cool. <laughs> but that that only happened once in my life. <laughs> but but I, 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 it has happened to me quite a few times that people say, "Oh, you know Rammstein, you know uh, Du Hast," and yeah, right, and that's, right, right, right. And I I like that because it's not. Uh, oh, you know Adolf Hitler? You you know? Yeah. Oh, you guys drive nice cars. You know that I I don't give a shit about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, I do give a shit about uh, Adolf Hitler and all that right. stuff. But I I rather have people enjoy German right? mu good German music right. than than uh, think of us as as assholes. You know. I have I have a, I have a good friend. His his, his brothers is he loves that band. Okay, and and uh, we we used to go to this dive bar, really shitty like karaoke hole in the wall bar mm -hmm. and one time he was pissed drunk he was like okay today i'm challenging myself and he he, he, he sang duhas but in german oh, nice. it nice. was hilarious he was drunk he was he was like <laughs> like looking at the screen like <laughs> like what the fuck is that it was horrible like he sucked at it oh, I'd love to do that. yeah it was funny it was funny you would you would if you go to a karaoke bar and you, you pull it off people would freak out Like sing it like properly, people would freak out. Like, well, holy Jesus! Yeah, my, my voice is too high pitched for that. That's the thing. It's like it's, it's I think. But uh, just if, uh, if you're on the note, like, and you, yeah, you pronounce things know. well, people do, are like, do us. I, I sound like a duck when I do that. Do <laughs> us, no, but, but you can do it one one uh, one uh, pitch, like one thing, one step du higher, hast, and um. <laughs> <du hast mich gefragt. laughs> okay, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> uh, but uh, people would, would think you're you're like a Rocterio. Uh, Rebirth. If you see something and do house like that, I think people yeah. would be scared. Uh, when whenever I, uh, I I I get the chance to visit, we go there and I if maybe maybe you give me enough beer before that, I'll try it. You'll you'll have enough beer. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> to do a lot of things. Uh, so my song my song is um it's from a, a musician. I put a, 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 at least one song on the playlist before. Um, it's one of the most important musician we have here. He, he released his third album in 2001. And it's widely known as, as his masterpiece. I think it's his best album. I think it's one of the best album we ever uh, that was ever released in Quebec uh, easily. Mm -hmm. One of his album of all time. Mm -hmm. I think it aged really well. Nice. Uh, the, the, the song and the album are called the same way. Rêver mieux. It means like dream better. Mm -hmm. And uh, it is crazy because I, I was watching an interview uh, with him uh, like last week because he, he released an album during the pandemic. And it's an instrumental album about like... Uh, Uh, inspired by movie uh, movie soundtracks. It's a really weird album. Maybe you'd be into it. I don't know. It's, it's called Traveling, but not Traveling in the sense of traveling, but like Traveling Camera kind of thing. And because uh, and, and in that album, he, he wrote a song um, uh, called Damo Sputnik, like in my uh, uh, Sputnik, like the, mm -hmm. the, 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 the UFO kind of thing. Yeah. And, and the song talks about being alone everybody's alone together at the same time and it was released in 2001 before like was that a prophecy like did you know that 20 years later would be uh, uh all alone in our sputniks and he's like i didn't know but uh this song has never been so relevant wow um so i, I was thinking should i put that song or the you know what? actually i'll put damo i'll put damo sputnik because it's covid and everything i was thinking of putting it in here but i'll put that damo sputnik it's a really cool song all and, right uh, yeah cool. daniel belanger is the artist name by the way All right. Uh, yeah, you want to um, do the honor? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, please write to us.
we we were we're uh, both living uh, uh, you know in our apartments um, we miss outside contacts uh, we need friends we need love we need Perfect some of that time. too we need some of that too uh, <laughs> so write to us at uh, putinbradwurst at um, gmail.com that's the name of the podcast putinbradwurst at gmail.com uh, if you do not try to write that it should be in the description of the episode other yep. than that you can also send us a voice message if you're using the anchor app so anchor.fm slash uh, putinbradwurst you can send us a voice message comment question suggestion if there's a topic you want us if you want us to do our top five favorite uh rammstein song uh, something like that you know we, we we could try to work on that um give uh, if you have suggestions please free uh, feel free to write to us and uh, as always please please take care of yourself uh if you watch that uh, uh capitol hill video uh you know uh <laughs> Relax. Uh, I, I just said very doomsday stuff earlier, but uh, life is still good. And uh, please, uh, yeah, take care and uh, have a good two weeks. Talk All to right. you in two weeks. You too. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.